0: We're here now in the, the Sean Walsh and Memorial Park. This is kind of where it all started for you. Um, can you just tell me how you became homeless in the first place?
1: Um, well, we were living in a house up in Granshaw in dock, and um, our landlord decided to sell the house. Um, we spent the whole of January, February, March, April, we looked for houses because we knew that the landlord was selling. We couldn't get anything. There was so many customers. So in the end, we had no choice. We had to pack up our bags and move out and pitch our tent. We literally had nowhere to go. So you came back here then, what what was it like to sleep here for a night? It was horrible, it was absolutely horrible. Like, you you sleep for an hour at the most, you know, but then, if I'm going to be honest, it was better than sleeping in these hostels. Like, I can't imagine,
0: we're here now, you were right beside the road, I can't imagine you were getting a good night's sleep here. But you did want to be at this side of the city, didn't you, Alan, because of your son?
2: Yeah, we needed to be up near Tallis so I can get up and down for Ken. So we're miles away now, like and there's actually loads of hotels around here which we found out ourselves that they've accommodated people in apartments that have up there. They've took people out of hotels and put them into apartments. So all them hotels are free now.
0: You both had jobs and then Kelly was a Jew that you had to give up your job to become a carer for Alan?
1: Yeah, um Alan actually Alan had a job and obviously with the epilepsy and stuff, people think epilepsy is just a normal thing, it's not. He has two serious types of epilepsy, two of the most serious types, and he can't work. And that's down in black and white. He's not allowed to work. You know, it's not something I want to do. I'm not somebody that wants to be on social welfare and just be known as Alan's carer. I'll always care for him, but I can work as well, and I do plan on doing that. You know, I'm not somebody that just wants to claim a carer's allowance and accept that for what it is. You know, it's...
2: It's something that we have to do, yeah. we have to do, like she's, like when I came out, I was in a coma a couple of months ago, and uh, after I came out of coma, Kelly actually had to be my care, I was walking around on um, like crutches types, and mm-hmm. Kelly was washing me, and Kelly had to do all these things, I couldn't talk, I couldn't walk properly, and I, I've been in hospital about 20 times since last year with seizures.
0: What would you say to people that think maybe you're just being a bit too fussy and that you need to just take what you're given?
2: Well, I have all uh, the photos for everything, every hostel that we've stayed in and proved that these
1: hostels aren't right. Can you describe the conditions? Um, well, the first one we actually refused to stay in. I had um, urine stains, faeces, blood stains in the bed, rubbish bags inside the door. The second one they sent us to, when we walked in, we thought, this is clean. It wasn't. It was not clean whatsoever. The, the the bed sheets, it was like somebody was at the vomiting on the side of it and it wasn't cleaned. There was mold around the walls. There was mold dripping down off the walls. There was stains all over the bed. Same thing, urine stains, a whole lot. So we thought this can't get any worse. We actually got a single folded bed. We were supposed to get a family room for Kane. Kane C- hasn't been staying overnight and this is going on to the fourth week, it's affecting him now, you know, he's only a six year old child, he doesn't deserve this. We can't, you know, we can't take the risk in taking him to stay on this smelly folded bed that the raft are giving us with your iron stains. What kind of a person would put a six year old child into a bed with your eyes stains on it? You know, it's, it's disgusting. It's not like, it's like because you're homeless you get treated so different, you know, not only are we getting treated like criminals and being dragged through the high courts for being homeless and looking for somewhere to stay. The the way people look at you, you walk into these hostels and they're just they're just willing to put you in this bed. It's like you're homeless, take it or leave it. You know why is that fair? Because we're homeless, we don't deserve a clean sheet on the bed. The High Court um, heard yesterday that you were
0: uh, bumped up the list. What would you say to people, other families, homeless families, that might feel a bit hard done by, uh, by that?
2: We weren't actually bumped up on the list. Not us, we haven't been told about being bumped up on any list or We're put on today the priority list because we're in a hostel so everybody else is on the same list.
1: And the reason we're a priority is because we're not silent like anybody else. All other homeless people have to stop being silent. You know, we're all going through the same thing here, so we all need to come together, we all need to speak up. These hostels aren't livable. They're not, they're, like, we, we've, we have the photographs, we're going to expose it, you know, and if we, it takes for us to get health and safety it, to, to help other people out as well because they're too afraid to speak up, then that's what we'll do. I don't
2: want a house. I don't want an apartment. All I want is safe accommodation and clean accommodation so I can bring my son there.
0: Do you think some people are so embarrassed of their situation, though, that they're they're homeless, yeah. they didn't think they were going to be homeless, and they're afraid to speak up because they never ever thought they'd be in this
1: situation? Definitely. It's the most embarrassing thing ever. And that's one thing that I, at the start of all this, I kept saying it to Alan, you know, and we were walking around places and all. And if anybody, we seen anybody that we knew that hadn't been seen in the papers, I was saying, just don't talk about it, you know, just don't tell anybody. But I had to get over that. Do you know? That's me being one of these other homeless people embarrassed to tell me sorry. story. Why should I be? I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask to be out in the streets or to be staying in Sean Walter Park in a tent or being moved to scruffy hotels. If I had a choice, I wouldn't be doing it the same way as everybody else. So it's nothing to be embarrassed about. The only people that should be embarrassed about this is the council. Dublin City Council, South Dublin County Council. They're the only people that should be embarrassed about this, not us. We didn't do this, they did.